And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. Hey, Alexa Toys, we are in this Toys on Tap, your episode. I'm stoked. So, yeah, man. The, I'm, I've been anticipating this. For some reason, we had chatted, man, was it like three, four months ago? I think it was, yeah. When I hit you up about that awesome custom you were doing at Bootleg. What was the custom? Do you remember? I have so, no idea. Dude, of course I remember, man. It's the, uh, the Weezing Wrestler guy. Right. Most random thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, this is awesome. Where where did I go? Where do I get this? Wait, did you were the one that bought it? That was me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sweet. I could not remember. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I could not remember who bought it. You delivered, man. It was awesome. I, I still have it to my uh on my collection. Nice. I, okay. I was wondering where all your stickers came from because you sent me stickers and I have them yeah. over my like my my sticker box and my box and stuff and i <laughs> i was like i don't know how i got these they're awesome <laughs> yeah i don't even remember what i sent you i sent you something you sent um, me a lot of stickers yeah i know a lot of stickers so I, I yeah yeah and i still i definitely have yours um got yours on my little uh 3d printer so definitely right. Rad. Sweet. <laughs> so this is your episode. We are coming in hot with you. So let's start it off clean. Like, let's talk about who you are, introduce yourself, and how long you've been doing toys. Yeah, man. My name is Mac uh, from South Florida. Uh, been doing toys for uh, three years. So pretty new at it. Pretty you new. Know? Wow. <laughs> years, and you say you're pretty new. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm learning every day. It's, it's insane. I'm learning every day. And I've, you know, I came into first running up with vinyl was my first, you know, thing I got into, which was pretty crazy. Um, probably should have started with something a little easier, but you know, yeah. You, you come into it three years ago. Why mm -hmm. toys? What's the point of doing art toys in that style? Like what's pushing you into this art? Oh man, it was first, of course, collecting, um, love to collect, love to, and all different things. I'm talking about, you know, of course, Funko Pops. I yeah. started with like, uh, just little designer toys, kid robot, dunnies, things like that. Um, but really what got me into it is I didn't see toys that I really wanted that mm. were being done. So I was kind of at, you know, and I, and a lot of people do this. It's like, man, I'll just make it myself, you know, yep. like it's, uh, like it's, you know, that easy but <laughs> you know it's uh yeah so um but really it all started when uh my buddy joseph um had an idea for a creature called mon this little character so it was like a it's just like a little monster you can compare it to like a tiny ghost right okay um which is like another designer toy and it was just a simple idea he was like, hey, I got an idea. What do you think about this? I said, oh, it looks cool, man. Like, looks looks badass. Be cool as a toy. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm just thinking the same thing. So uh, why don't we make it a toy? I'm like, mm, right. I know nothing about that. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, so, I don't know how to do that. So before we, because I, I, I want to, you jumped right into vinyl. So I'm, I, for sure, we're going to talk I about did. that. But you, what was the number one, like when you started collecting, what were those number one toys that you were looking for that didn't exist? And also what were the toys that you were buying? Like, what was that style of toy you were buying from artists? Oh man, I was buying a lot of, um, man, I bought a lot of dunnies, okay. a lot of like dunnies from just different artists. I really like toys that are gross, disgusting, 
just spooky related kind of deal. Um, so, you know, my collection is vast of all different people. So it's, um, you know, just, just art toys, but with like a, a spooky twist to them yeah. pretty much, you know? Um, and, and I was doing Safubi, uh, vinyl, resin, all that fun stuff. Um, and then the toys that like, I weren't like, that I couldn't find were, were just, you know, they're similar to like toys that were made, like Mutant Vinyl Hardcore makes some really disgusting creatures and, and, and you know, figures like that. Yeah. I like those, but I always wanted ones that were just a little more, a little more gross, a little more weird. I don't know. Um, so when you say gross, are you referencing mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm trying to think like Goose, so Taco Bell a long time ago partnered with Goosebumps. And they put out mm-hmm. Goosebump toys, and there was this weird hamster thing that you could flip inside out that had weird ooze and stuff. Like exactly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In my head, exactly. I, just just weird, disgusting that, kind of like flesh and, and and just like rotting and and decaying like body yeah. parts, things like that. Okay, I love that. Right. So not even necessarily zombies, just anything that's gross. Anything that's gross, man. Yeah, just I was always into that. Just from like movies I watch, like The Thing, and you know things yeah. like that. Just, just weird stuff. So you um, get, you get told about Mon from your friend. Yeah, so I get told about Mon, and this thing is the most. It's it's opposite of weird and disgusting. Just a little monster creature that's cute. But I'm like, the thing that caught me was like, man, making a toy that'd be pretty cool. Like, is that possible? Can just a nobody do that? Just some dude who collects toys do that is that possible um so you know just like long story short pretty much we just we did a kickstarter it it did great and uh we created mon and it was it was uh at first horrible it was very bad (laughs) it was the factory just it was not good but did the kickstarter uh, get fully funded it did it got fully funded within like four or five days okay okay now we're stepping into like a craziness that i so you kickstarted you you didn't have a company at this time, no, not a company at all. We just uh, we just got the name on and and we got we got an LLC. We had no plan. We never thought it would it would happen. Yeah, we had we had an idea of like if it does happen, we have a blue mon. We have a like a dark arts mon, which had like uh, like a pentagram on it and stuff. And then yeah. we had like a uh, yeah, and then we had like a um, gold and silver mon. Okay, and that's it. And we're like. If it works, we'll buy some toys. We talked to a factory. We already got pricing, so I think it was like sixty five hundred. You know, that's not bad. Um, no, it's not bad at all. But we yeah. th- think about it. We have no idea what we're doing. We never yeah. even <laughs> like we we picked out the company because a uh, a toy creator named Chomp, um, Abominable Toys. Yeah, they were using that company, so they were like, "Oh, try these guys out." I'm like, "Okay," but yeah, it's literally within four days. It was fully funded. That's incredible. I love that because that is like very rarely do we hear things like that where it's like an immediate rise to success. Like you didn't have a toy company and then overnight had a toy company. Yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. It it was literally that, you know, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, Um, but but it happened and um, and it was like that feeling I'll, I'll never have that feeling again that was just an amazing high that you just get when you see that happen yeah so i i'm interested because you've said that mon it wasn't that good so looking we're like going from today looking back what are some mm-hmm. of the things that you didn't like about mon and then what are some of the things that you're like oh if we would have changed this and done this like let's talk that okay yeah man like definitely you know for people out there who are even thinking about doing it um first off always get a sample right off the bat i think that's one thing we did wrong was we kind of went with the company they showed us the prototype of it the prototype looked fine but we didn't even get samples because we were just like let's get them let's go let's go mm-hmm. um <laughs> so always get a sample that's 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 the biggest thing okay um so let's just say and so they sent you know they looked good in the photos which is anything can right they sent yeah. over <laughs> the mom yeah, it looks, you know, the, the photos were fantastic. They sent them over. Um, first things first, shipping, the boxes were were just brutalized. It was, an, it was not good. And these, you know, we're going for a clientele that collects the boxes as well, kind of like how Funko Pops, how people want, you know, the boxes to be perfect. Yeah. And uh, 
those just came it was just ripped boxes and crushed and, and this and that from china so you're kind of like all right maybe we can we can overcome that yeah yeah exactly yep come from china so it just yep. looks like people are just stomping on them literally did yeah um but then you're like okay i can order boxes you know it's not horrible mm-hmm. so we open them up and the paint was running okay and their feet were too narrow they would not stand mm-hmm. we had we had what was it 200 of these with feet that were not standing um shit it was horrible it was it was terrible it was the very top heavy toy okay so these things would just fall over fall over and man we just couldn't sell we couldn't we literally couldn't sell half of them we only sold half okay we sold out of like most of all of them but we could only sell half the rest we just used for painting up mock-ups things like that damn so and what's crazy is like vinyl toys your expectation is that the box looks good that when you pull Mm -hmm. it out it's a good opener like it opens Mm -hmm. well all that and that it stands on your shelf so all of those things were just like off right now yep all those things were just you had like a just a gut wrench feeling of like oh my god what what do we do like how do we overcome this but we did, man. We we just took the best we could find. We took the best boxes. We had to go through each and every single one of them, take them out, you know, find the best ones, put them in better boxes, this and that. Like literally it took a couple of weeks for us to do all that. Yeah. Um, but we did it, man. We we did it. And it was just, it's just something that you could have quickly avoided if you had them send a sample and you could have been like, oh, you guys got to change this, mm-hmm. you know, or like, I mean, their QC was was horrible apparently because the paint was running it was just not it wasn't great for the first you know initial drop yeah so you um get this going you ship them all out to everyone that supported because i'm assuming that was part of the kickstarter they would get one yes definitely yeah and then um people get them any i mean i love talking this this is like the nitty-gritty of toys so like this is the real stuff man yeah any people that were like hey maybe i don't want this toy or like any complaints on no. that? No, thankfully not. Not. I mean, they were. They were definitely like, "Hey, uh, mine's not standing," you know, or you know, my box is messed up, or or this and that. And we literally put out a message saying, "Guys, we truly apologize. Like, we did not plan on this. You know, we're sorry for everything. Our next ones, we're gonna revamp it. We're gonna we're gonna do better." Um, but there were some people like that, definitely. And and I thought there would be a lot more. There probably was. They're just not going to say anything. So they're kind of like, eh, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Okay. So you start in vinyl. You have this like learning lesson. Where do you head mm-hmm. from there? What What's the next step that you guys take? And and what's the company called? Is it Elixir Toys at this point? No. So Elixir Toys isn't here yet. So now we're just okay. Mon LLC. We're just Mon Toy. Um so at that point we change factories. So we have to redo everything. And that's using what money we made from the Kickstarter and everything. And then our own personal money. Mm-hmm. Um, so while that's going on, I was kind of like impatient. And I'm like, man, I have a pretty cool idea. I drew a ghost with a Viking helmet, right? Very simplistic. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome looking. And I'm like, this would be a really cool figure. Now, like, I'm thinking resin or something because I see resin figures all around, you know, why not? Um, and that's when Elixir toys started coming together where now it's still not Elixir toys yet. It's still just Viking ghouls right now. So I call mm-hmm. it Viking ghouls, the figure. Okay. Ghost Viking Viking ghouls. Yeah. Um, so I started doing that on the side, just kind of, it was me. And then I had a friend, Jessica, um, who was interested in as well. And we kind of went, um, together in on viking ghouls with a as a resin figure using dubos art Mm -hmm. um so he was doing the cast and everything like that and that that took off quick that took off big my first drop i made i think 12 of them and it sold out within 40 seconds okay (laughs) holy 40 seconds man i'm telling this is a crazy ride guys this is a crazy ride Jeez, 40 seconds so you sell out in 40 seconds i'm assuming a brand new toy yeah you're shocked right yeah okay yeah. so do you immediately start getting ready for your next drop immediately okay immediately um because i did the header cards i did all this stuff getting it ready getting it going um 
I had a Rhino Arts, Ryan over at Rhino Arts do my header cards. He did an amazing job, did a great job on those. But I started getting a uh, the next drop because that could have just been a fluke thing, you know, mm-hmm. the hype, whatever. Um, I do, it's called a Retro Drip Viking Ghouls, which was like a blue kind of like kind of a Pac-Man theme deal. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I do that drop and I do, I think I did like 15 of those, like a little bit more sold mm-hmm. out again, seconds. Okay. I'm on to something. Yeah. <laughs> Holy geez. It was insane, man. And, and I did a few more drops after that. Sell out, sell out, sell out. Um, do you think that it I'm was like, this specific character and toy that was just people had to have that or is it, you as the artist that they're like oh we we need to support this artist right here no it was the toy for sure okay it was the toy i was always i'm always i'm always kind of you know behind the scenes i mean i'm friends with a lot of the people i'm you know i'm pretty connected with the community um but the toy itself i think is what really just it was just a it's a figure you've never seen you know it's something totally different simplistic it looks nice on a shelf it's it's a you know, it's a nice figure. So it's definitely the figure. Okay. So you, uh, this is your first figure that you're producing outside of Mon. And -hmm. when you are producing this figure, since you come from the collecting world, what's it look Mm -hmm. like to price and package this kind of stuff? Like, are you immediately, you know, how much it costs and you're just like, okay, we're shipping off at this much. (laughs) Uh, price was, was, it was a little bit difficult just thinking, especially for the first drop. You don't, you have no idea. I mean, it was a good bit of resin. It was nicely done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had the nice header card that was done and, and everything looked, I wanted to do header card. I love header cards. I love bags. I like that. That's the style I like. Um, boxes. I just feel just, it's just. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have engine failure. We almost crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved, DOV2. Limited edition custom artist made action figures and DKE Toys. Check out www.dketoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. Too much can go wrong with boxes. And I don't know. I just, I like the old style header bag. Um, yeah. Pricing it, it was, it was tough. I wanted to, I looked at a bunch of different toys that were kind of similar, you know, here and there. Um, I think I priced the first one at like 40 or 45. Okay. Um, and it was fine. So I, I kind of just, I kept it at, no, it was 40. And then I upped it to 45. Um, for the next one and i just kept it at 45 okay and so you how many yeah. times did you do drops of this in different renditions where it's just like drop 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 dude yeah i i swear i i did drops for like six months straight sometimes two drops a month and it was just different. selling out and and it was viking ghouls right uh-huh. i had a i did mini ones i did uh I did a different variation. So I had like a King ghoul. So one with a crown instead of the Viking helmet. Okay. Um, I did a spray ghouls, which was like a spray, you know, when the whole spray paint, uh, like can was going off and everyone's mm-hmm. going for those. I did one of those. Um, I, I did different renditions and they all just sell out nonstop. Yeah. So who is, as you come into this scene and you're producing this and you uh, have come from the collecting and now you're doing, you're working with resin, no longer working with factories. You're working like mm-hmm. with artists one-on-one who's inspiring mm-hmm. you, which bootleg artists are you looking at through this process? What does that look like entering the scene? Oh man. Inspiring me. There's just so many. I mean, literally, um, you know, Reese O'Brien was pretty, pretty inspiring. Um, I was getting really inspired by a lot of the Safubi guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, like Wonder Goblin, Splurt, and then even Dubos, who was doing the resin, he was making resin figures that were just really cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like Motley Miscreations, like a lot of these toy guys who aren't huge, but are are really good at what they do. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just, just a combination of so many different artists, some small artists where you don't even know the names. You just see a picture of something. You're like, man, that looks awesome. That's, that's yeah. you know, that inspires me. That's awesome. Rad. Uh, like, Cause it's crazy 
very few times do we see this, but when we do, it's like an artist is hot right from the get-go. And that's, Mm -hmm. you're describing this like rise. So we're at this point, we are, you're producing uh, the Viking Ghoul. How many years ago is that right now? Like if we were to look back. So look, so this is how it all happened, ready? So the Mon stuff happened, right? Yep. Um, Finally, this is all, this is all within that, uh, the Mon stuff happened. That took about a year for the whole Mon stuff. Then I started Viking Ghouls. So 2019 or 2020, no, end of 2019, I started Ghouls. That uh, November, I did Ghouls. And then February, I think it was February. So February, I did drops all the way until February, uh, March, April. I think it was like April or May, maybe June. Um, I this is crazy. Ready? So the company's doing great. Viking Ghouls is doing amazing. Mon, um, we did a new, you know, Mon, we did a new factory. They fixed the problems, you know, with coming out with, with Mon. I literally halted everything. Okay. I literally, I, w- I just went through some stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I said, Hey, I don't want to do Mon anymore. I stepped away from Mon. I sold Viking Ghouls to Jessica. And I was out of the toy game for quite a few months. Wait, okay, okay, okay. Hold on. <laughs> Listen, I know. This is the craziest shit ever. I, I gave it up. And I don't even think a lot of people know what really happened after that. Like, this is some, like, new stuff right here. I never really talked about it. Um, so <laughs> between those years, I had the highest of the high, and then I just hit the lowest of the low. And, and that's it was, not even that long ago. Bro, it wasn't that long ago at all. Yeah. It's literally, literally last year. Yeah, middle of last year. Okay, so you just said something that I've never heard any art. Here's a toys on tap thing that no one's ever talked about. You were creating toys and then Uh you sold. Well, so Viking Ghouls isn't technically a company, right? Like it's just a name that you're under. It's the name I was under. Well, there, you know, there's a name I was under. There was the, um, now it's under Evil's Toys Lair, who's Jessica, but it was just the name. It was, un- that was the figure name. It was just under Viking Ghouls. And then you um, sold it off. Dude, I sold it off. I sold off and it was doing great. It wasn't like, oh, it's not doing great. I got to get rid of this, dude. Uh-uh. I literally, because I gave it to Jessica, I just sold it off for nothing. Almost. I feel like I'm getting sweaty <laughs> right now. Just talking about You should that. be. Dude, nobody really knows about this, but yeah, I sold it off. I still get to this day. You still doing ghouls? You still doing that? No, man. I literally, it was, man, I went through something, right? I went through something where I just, I didn't have the love for it. Like I did when I started it. Okay. And it was, I wasn't into it. I fell out of it. I, I, you know, it's an amazing figure. It's, it's this and that, but I just literally fell out of it. I was kind of going into a, a you know, depressive rut with it. Mm-hmm. almost like the art turned on me <laughs> so yeah, I'm just kind of like, like I don't know yeah it's- go from success and then still so this is an interesting thing that I that I'm inter- like I, I, I it's I want to talk about it like I'm almost yeah. I'm stuttering because of it you have a success from the outside that people are seeing they're buying your work you're, they're buying everything and you mm-hmm. are on this rise where you're selling out, out drop after drop but yep. for some reason something inside of you is like nope this I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, and and I mean we we collabed with Red Guardian, who's a huge artist. I mean we we collabed with some big names, um, Ghost Fox Toys, and and it was just I was just like, man, I just I'm not in. I'm not in. I just don't want to do this. I don't know yeah. what it is. I'm just like I just went into this, and it wasn't just like a day thing, man. This was like like a month of just feeling this way and i don't know if it's a combination of how mon was going where it was just you know it should have just been it should have been going a lot better for the new factory and all that so it wasn't doing the greatest for the vinyl toy ghouls was doing great but i was just i wasn't into it i don't know what happened but i kind of just was just falling off of that whole you know wagon there so walk Um, me through this you wake up one day after this, like a month of going through this and you just mm-hmm. immediately are like, fuck this. I quit. And then you look for a buyer. 
Bro, well, Jessica, who was like my partner in there, she does, she owns Evil's Toys Lair, which is okay. a uh, toy shop. And she says, um, you know, I was talking to her. I was like, hey, do you guys, you know, to her and her husband, do you guys want to buy Mon or not Mon, uh, Viking Ghouls? She's like, what? Wait, what? What's going on? What's going on? I'm like, just, I'm just not into it. I mean, I kind of, I want to, I want to be out of it. I want to, I want to go. And they were very hesitant. They're like, are you sure? Like, you know, what's going mm-hmm. on? Like, this is really good. Like, what's, yeah. what's happening? I'm just like, I just can't, I just, just, I don't know what's happening, but you know, so we, we, I just did it just like that. Um, now during that time too, with Viking Bulls, I was making a, this was just kind of a, this didn't do great, but I loved it. I made a Keshi figure, which is a rubber figure yep. and a trash bag Gobby, which is a, oh, I made I like a trash bag them. baddies thing. Yeah. You yeah. Sent, that's yeah. what you sent me. Uh, love yes. It. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. That's what I sent you then. Yes. So I was making those. Those weren't doing great. I knew those weren't going to do too good just because it was like a niche thing. I think I they came them. out cool. Yeah, they're awesome. No, yeah. they're sick. But I was kind of doing that too. Just trying to, man, I was trying to chase that high back how I had it before. Yeah. And um, it just wasn't coming to me, man. And I felt it was just not, and it's not even like my personal life wasn't bad or anything like that. It was just literally just this whole art thing. I don't know if it's just having too much at once mm-hmm. overwhelmed me. But I was just like, I got to step away, man. I just have to right now. And I did. And it was it was one of the hardest decisions ever, especially with like, you know, with Joseph and stuff, because it was we just went through all those crazy times, you know, yeah. just doing the whole toy thing. Um, but yeah, and I stepped away. And uh, that was and I stepped away from like social media and everything for like a good month. So you kind of go away and you get mm-hmm. you sell off uh, this this toy and the design and the rights basically i do yeah yeah to this person uh this group they now have it you have stepped away completely now here's a Mm two-parter so what makes you get back into something and then because this is where elixir toys comes in is it not it is right so what makes you start elixir toys and then what makes you name it Elixir Toys? Like, what is that name and why start toys again? So, so after I had my whole little episode there, yeah. um, which guys, it does happen. No matter, I don't care who is, if you're in the industry or what, it, it, real stuff happens. This is like the real, like you said, nitty gritty of everything. Yeah. It's not all just joyful rainbows and sunshine and all that good stuff. Um, so after that, <laughs> I, it, yeah. it's true, man. I swear to God. And and, it, and I've learned so much. I'm glad it happened. Yeah. Um, so, so I kind of took a little R and R did my own thing and I'm still collecting. Right. So I'm still, I'm a huge Safubi collector. Love Safubi. Always have always just a huge fan of it. And I'm just kind of, I had a, um, I made a figure up. It was me, um, Ryan from Rhino arts and, um, and Brandon from miscreation or Motley miscreation. And, we came up with this fun gusty figure, right? Yeah. We oh, did this yeah. back in 2020. Yeah. And we drew it up. I had it three, uh, branded, uh, 3d rendered it, you know, did 3d sculpt and everything. And I just kind of had it just on the back burner, you know, mm-hmm. sitting in my computer and I'm just kind of sitting there one day and I'm like, shit, kind of miss toys right now. I kind of miss making toys. Like, oh, uh, it got you. Yep. It got me. So I'm going through my files and I'm just kind of looking at, uh, just random files of like sketches and things like that. And I come across Fungustine mm-hmm. and I'm like, boy, wouldn't this be awesome if this was like a Safubi? Like, man, that would be really cool. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so I'm like, why, why couldn't it? I did a, I did a fucking vinyl, not knowing anything. You know, I did resin. I did all this stuff. I didn't know one thing how to do, you know, I did not do anything. And, yeah. uh, why can't, why can't I do Safubi? What's, what's, what's so hard about that? Um, and so I'm just kind of, I'm getting in this groove, right? So I'm getting this like this artistic groove. I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm going to have to do a new name, but I have to do a new name now. Let's think about this. And Elixir Toys came up because it's more of like, I'm conjuring up ideas, conjuring mm-hmm. up toys. So I kind of just got it from that. Um, I like the name, it fit and uh, wasn't it taken or anything. So I'm like, all right, LLC, Elixir Toys, let's go. So, okay. so that's how the name came. So you also are you dropped and immediately went to LLC, like didn't even just, Oh, I'm, I'm cause so many of us as artists are just like, 
I'm Yoko Toys on Instagram, and that's what I function mm-hmm. as. And then mm-hmm. I'm Toys on Tap, but these aren't LLCs. Like you're a corporation. Yeah. We interrupt this broadcast of Toys on Tap to bring you this. Earth to Aliens have landed. Earthling. I want lowbrow art and bootleg toys. Toys, 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 toys. Well, you come to the right place. Earth to Kentucky is a shop for folks who love vintage sci-fi, lowbrow, and art bootleg toys. Toys, 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 toys. They're located over there at 836 Main Street, Covington, Kentucky. Toys, toys, toys. They carry original art, vintage action figures, designer bootleg toys, and toys, 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 and t-shirts. Designed exclusively for their store by some of their favorite artists. Thank you, Earthling. I enjoy Earth to Kentucky. I have all my favorite bootleg art toys. toys. Hey, look at that over there! It's a spaceship! Yeah. I need to go now. Someone's filming me in my spaceship. Shop now. www.earthtokentucky.com That's earth2kentucky.com Or just land your spaceship when they're open. One man corporation did a little LLC. Yeah. I did this because I do want to eventually open up a toy gallery in South Florida. It's my main goal uh, one day. Which okay. now I, I think I can accomplish just because I've done everything else. Yeah, yeah. Like everything <laughs> you've touched has turned to gold. So don't don't stop there. So you right. create this um, fun gusting figure. You come up with elixir mm-hmm. toys, um, and we, that kind of almost brings us up to now, right? Like yes. we're around this time because I've seen a lot of like I've seen the movement from the beginnings of fun gusting till now. You've seen how it just went crazy. Yeah. Look at June. If you guys look at my post from June, it's it's when it started to really just shift, yeah. right? I was talking to some people, uh, you know, creature maker toys, some of these Safubi guys. I'm like, who does your Safubi? And it's I feel like sometimes Safubi is kind of like a little gatekeeper. Like I was just gonna ask that. Are they open with it? How do they how how is the conversation? Everyone's everyone's different. Everyone's weird about it. I'm open with it since you know when I'm doing it now, I'm gonna be very open with it. Because yeah. why not, man? Like the more we have out there, the more everyone's gonna do better, you know? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but uh I was asking around and he's like, Yeah, uh Mad Monk was doing mine. Now, if you're in the Safubi community, you know who Mad Monk is. He's he's one of the top dudes who creates some amazing, you know, figures. Yeah. Like Mad Monk, huh? I'm like, all right, cool, man. I shot him a, a message and I showed him the figure. I'm like, what do you think? And he he loved it. We started emailing and he says, um, you know, we agree on a price and everything. Dude, he <laughs> he literally had it within three weeks. I had a mold ready to go. He had the mold ready, everything ready to go. Within two months, I had a Safubi being and being in production. Did you? Two okay, months. so uh, I, what immediately comes to mind is the first factory, right? Like you, we just learned some lessons. So as you're dealing with this, how did it start to influence how you dealt with this new creator? I, this is exactly, and it's, it came out perfect, man. I said, okay, great. I need you to send samples. I need you to show me exactly how it's going to be. I got samples in. Um, and I, you know, I'm kind of, I, I want them quick, got them like two days. <laughs> so I got samples <laughs> in I'm looking at the sample. I'm like, this is beautiful. This is perfect. This captures every detail in here. I'm looking at all I'm talking to, um, I'm talking to the other guys with like, you guys, what do you guys think? I'm showing different artists. I'm showing, you know, put people close. What do you think? Anything should change I'm trying to make it where it's just, you know, you know, dotting all my eyes. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they're like, dude, this looks, this looks amazing. And I'm like, you know, to Mad Monk, just like, this looks fantastic, man. Um, and, you know, he is actually, he's so helpful too. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, he just, he'll kind of tell you like, oh, you should make this a little bit bigger or, you know, do this this way, this and that. So we did adjust a few things. Okay. Um, and then it went into production. Holy and crap. Yeah, it, dude, it was the fact, because when you look at Safubi, you think it's just so... Uh, it's got to be hard. It's going to take, because you hear people it takes six months, nine months and all that. Dude, within a few months, I had it at my doorstep. All of them. Two, all of them. Two, okay. uh, 80 figures. Jeez. Which is a, 80 figures. A, a relatively, this is going to sound weird, but it seems like a relatively small run when you're going to yes. someone else like that. So that's, I'm so stoked that you worked it out to where it was like, oh, I only want 80. Let's, let's go from there. He, he literally hooked me up, man. He, he said it was going to be, he would do it for 40, just mm-hmm. 40 of them. I'm like, no, let's, you know what, if I'm going to do this, let's do this. Like, 
I'm going to do, you know, let's go more. And so I did 80, I did half, um, like a deep purple and then half this, like this beautiful, like mucusy yellow. Yeah. Sick looking, man. It looks really nice. Um, and, and with Safubi though, you're going to do small runs. I mean, it's a whole, it's not like a vinyl toy where it's just huge factory, you know, Safubi is, there's more to it. Okay. So let's take a pause break. I'm going to have you do something that I rarely have artists do on here. Uh, because we have people coming into this scene quickly and often, or people come Mm -hmm. across the podcast, can you define, uh, what makes a Safubi figure for you so that people, as they're listening are like, Oh, this is what he's talking about. It's just soft vinyl. It's literally soft vinyl. Um, people like Safubi, there's purists out there where it say it's only made in Japan and this and that. It's really just the way they use it. There's just different chemicals used. It's all hand pulled. So it's usually only like a couple guys who are doing it mm-hmm. um, and, and are using like metal casts. So it's just, it's just the different materials they use where vinyl, it's just like a mass production of plastic, you know, it's thinner plastic. Um, it's, you know, with vinyl, it just kind of fades, you know, later down the line with Safubi, it stays the same from, you know, I have Safubi from 1978 that looks immaculate, just perfect condition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a more, it's just a better quality vinyl. Great. It's, Thank it's you. all it is. It's, it's simple. It's, it's just, if you want to really get into it, you gotta, you can just read for hours and hours and hours, but it's a soft vinyl. Um, I feel like it captures detail a lot better as well. And it's just more malleable and, it's i love it you know you want to use vinyl paint on it yeah i attribute it to like if i were to like if i had a baby and i just make a chunky safubi toy to be like hey play with it like this is it feels like it would be that type exactly yeah it is it is it's just yeah yeah you can't you can't destroy it's insane it's um and it's really fun to paint um you know and then another thing with safubi i think you know for price wise most of the pricing is coming from just the paint applications because mm-hmm. the paint you use is a vinyl paint and it's 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 not it's not cheap yeah so a lot of the price for safubi because it is up there people say oh it's overpriced this and that but you're paying a lot because the just the paint and then of yeah. course the artist you know yeah it's art so i think people need to get it's art yeah it, you know if you don't want it just don't buy it yeah okay so you you produce fungusting you have the deep Fun- purple you have the uh, mustard, gross, mucus yellow, like that mixed yeah. yellow. Love that. Yeah. Um, and you've released, if I am correct, have you not? Um, dude, I'm about to, uh, within the next couple of weeks, I'm about to have my first painted release. I'm going to do a LE5. Um, so that'll be, that'll be pretty cool. Um, I'm kind of keeping it under wraps right now. And then I'll do a pretty, a reveal probably maybe in a week or two. And you, what's crazy is you the way that you post instagram you're you're one of the few artists that i will come across and i will like <laughs> look through it because you post it but you don't give too much away is what it feels like like right i saw a picture of the yellow fungusting but mm-hmm. i didn't know the details of what was happening i knew that a figure was being produced but like yep. you were just keeping it like the way that you were presenting it, I was like, oh, shit, I'm coming back. Oh, shit, I'm coming back. Yeah. And, and, and I get so many messages like, are you back? Are you doing this again? What's going on? What's What the hell is this? What, yeah. when's, when's this dropping? Where can I buy this? How is this and that? I do that on purpose just to kind of just just kind of get it out there, you know, gauge a reaction to it. Yeah. Um, I like doing that. It's, it's one of those things. I, I am, I'm not a, a total dick though. So like once there is, I always give a pretty good heads up of when I'm dropping something. Um, and I always give the people, you know, if you want a lottery drop, do you want a shop drop? I kind of make yep. it as fair as possible. I've seen those um, pop up. Yeah. And I try to do a little poll and kind of like, what do you guys think? You know, like, how do you want yeah. me to do this? You know, but um, yeah, I like, I like doing little teasers for sure. Sometimes I'll just put like an emoji of like the little mushroom and a skull and that's it. And just yep. have at it. So yeah. you come back into this and the re-entry is big. Like you, let's not minimize that at all. Like you're re-entering a, a scene that even over the course of, so you're, you leave the scene mid pandemic. Let's just assume that this is the end right now. Like you leave the scene yeah. pandemic for a couple of months, you come back and the scene has already started to shift like the scene grew so quickly over the pandemic. A lot of artists came in. I came in 
like we're just starting um like things are birthed we have a lot of like shows that are happening online we got this podcast which is coming out which i loved um and so as you're starting to do that re-entry everyone that bought from you when you were viking ghoul is now figuring out that you are elixir toys yep so what is that now? Like you're now transitioning a whole population of people back to you. How, what is that like? How do you walk through that? It's, it's awesome. Cause even before Viking Ghoul, so we had the Viking Ghouls IG. I was the Viking collector. I had an IG of like 3000 followers. Okay. Um, and I literally deleted that man. Like <laughs> I deleted it. I, I thought I was done with all this. So yeah. I was deleted it. I'm getting now, like ever since I introduced from gusting, so I always had Elixir Toys on the IG once I thought of the name before posting anything. And I think I had like 700 and something followers. When I introduced from gusting, I'm up to like, you know, like 1200, something yeah. like that. An and overnight rise. To, right. And people are starting to figure out, oh, oh, you are, you're, it's Mac, man. What's going on? What, what the hell is all this? Like, yeah. we interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. The bootleg box. Okay, dude. Why am I at the library? Shh, I'm looking for the bootleg Bible. The bootleg Bible? Shh. Yeah, it's a beginner's guide to bootleg toy making. It helps aspiring artists make their own toys. You can order it at bluemondaypress.com. Wait, we can order it? That's right, the bootleg Bible, a guide to bootleg toy makers, published by Blue Monday Press. Includes interviews with bootleg artists like The Suck Lord, Rykov, Obvious Plan, Larby World, Marquee Marauders Club, Bengor, Trap Toys, and art from a whole host of other artists all around the world. Also includes a step-by-step -step beginner's guide to bootleg toy making. So order yours today at BlueMondayPress.com. Why are we even at the library? I don't know. Shh. The Bootleg Bible. Order now at BlueMondayPress.com. You know, what's, what's happening? Um, I love it. It, it feels great. And, um, you know, and, and I'm not doing, I don't think anybody really does it for the cloud or anything. It's more of just, it makes me happy, dude. It just, yeah. it, it, it just, you know, it hits me with that serotonin and I love it. And, uh, but I do see there's so many new artists right now. There's so many new figures that are coming out. So exciting. This podcast, um, or, you know, just YouTube channels, people getting together on IG live and stuff. I love it. How this is just growing dude because yep. there's just so many figures that are coming out right now and it's it's awesome i love it yeah i did uh i got to sit down with culture pop which hey shameless plug you can't hear that episode unless you're on the patreon so there we go but i is, uh, and he is describing like the idea of where the scene started where it's headed and like the ins and outs of like what it has to do if it's going to become a bigger scene. And I think that it's slowly, but surely like breaking out into a bigger scene and it's going to be lasting. And that I have high hopes for this scene. I dude, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Um, even if it's been three years, it's, it's breaking out and it's going into so many different sub genres where there's just, there's something for everybody out there, yeah. young and old, everybody, there's something out there. And if it's not a, you know, if you're not into a, you know, a Star Wars or a He-Man, if you're more into yeah. just uh, like an original figure, like Fungustine, man. Fungustine's just an original, you know, he's just yep. just something out of thin air. Um, there's something out there for everybody. And it's just, and the community seems to be getting stronger and just, there seems to be more respect, you know, between everybody. And, uh, you know, if you go to my page, I share so many small artists' drops and creations and this and that. I, I try to get the word out for everybody just to, just to help out, you know? Yeah. So we're going to do a quick pivot, a little pivot. So we've covered your toy journey. And now mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about you as the artist, because the stickers that are on my box are some of the best stickers I've ever seen. I don't, I don't, do you draw, did you design? So I do my, uh, I do my design, but then I send it over to my buddy, um, and you can reach him at uh, Instagram, BRVS. And he does that animation, weird, creepy, awesome design. He is uh, he's amazing, bro. He captures. You have to. You need to follow him. And you need to. He's, he's, he did my header cards. Um, he just can just do this. I, I can't. I can't. I can't replicate it. He does it just in this way where it's just amazing. He needs oh. to be known. 
and he's doing fun gusting and I, he posts some, oh my gosh he looks rad yes he okay. he does and he dude i'll send you some more stuff i'm gonna send you a fun gusting for sure um but i'll send you some of his newer stuff but he um yeah he's and that's what i like my style he has my weird style you know oh it's so and, good and Safubi's like the punk rock of toys i feel it okay. just it's not a serious thing you know it's just you can put all kinds of colors on something you can you know it's just weird it's kind of like kind of like the bootlegs are you know it's just like you can just do whatever you want yeah have fun with it so he but, uh, is uh like i get those like and this is just a i'm gonna brag about you for a second okay we had a an interaction where you had reached out about uh that uh wheezing or pokemon wrestler i made and um immediately was like yeah let, let, let's get it to you i have no reason to keep it i I'm not really a collector. Like it's not who I am, but your response was like, Oh, I have a couple of the goblins for you. I got stickers for you. And it was like, what the hell is going on? Like I never interacted with an artist that was willing to say like, Oh, we're going to do, this is an exchange. Like you're getting pieces of me. Here you go. And then to just, to be able to not only know you through that, and just know you as like a good person and like a cool guy, but then to see the rise of fun gusting, like, come on, Holy shit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was definitely a teamwork thing. And, and I, I look at it as I sent 15 of them out to artists and to, to people who are, who are close and such. I mean, I, I just share the art, man, share the art. They'll share yeah. your art. It's going to get around. It's patience. Um, but yeah, I mean, why not? You're, you got an awesome figure. You're going to, you know, Sell it to me. Awesome, man. Check these out. Maybe we'll yeah. enjoy these. I have these sitting around. I got like 20 of them sitting around. Here you go. They were the first. So I never, I'm relatively new to the scene. This is how, this is where the podcast spurred from. Cause I'm so new that I was like, oh, I want to know about everyone. I want to figure everything out. And you sent me toys. Those goblins were a different type of material that I'd never seen before. Right. Uh, and so like holding it and being able to bend it and being able to like, but it not being... I, I don't know how to describe it. was just a dope ass <laughs> toy. And so I was like, yep. this is new. This is cool. I, that's why like you're one of, I think four artists that are sitting on my shelf right now. That's awesome, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, Bean Largent, who's well known within the resident kit, she actually did those and, um, she did a fantastic job. She also does some of the ghouls and, and she's all over the place, but yeah. she was, uh, she loved those as well. And those came out great. Like the rubber, well, yeah, well, it's not a very popular thing. It's a catchy figure. It's rubber. Yeah. It's weird, but it's yeah. It's there's so many different things out there. It's insane. I love I love sharing that though. Yeah. Especially if you've never seen it. It's awesome. So here's the question. So we're 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 starting to come towards the end of this episode, but before we mm -hmm. like close out, before we even get to like where you're plugging everything where you are, are you going to Designer Con this year? Are you going to any other cons? Are you going to Five Point? Like, what's happening here? I will. Uh, a lot of people are asking that. Um, yes. Uh, I'm thinking about designer con. Um, I do have some, uh, friends who invited me to their booth and okay. I think I'm going to do a nice little, uh, fun gusting drop at designer. Con. You heard it here. First was on tap. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love um, that. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. what pushed you. So have you done a convention before? No, I mean, I've been to plenty of them. I've never, yeah. like, set up. You know, with Viking Ghouls, we had a Red Guardian. We sent some ghouls over there at a convention, and he did some one-offs. Those sold out. But I never worked a convention before. Okay, so what pushed you over to – okay, well, two things. One, who are you at a booth with? Like, who do I get to see you with? I mean, if Fun Gusting's going to be there, it's got to be amidst, a, like, badass artists that are on that table, right? Right. It it is. It is. But I'm going to, I have to save that one for a little bit later. I will drop okay, that. Okay. Oh yeah. But it, um, it's, um, it's good. <laughs> so what pushed you into going to designer con? What made you say like, okay, I'll do this. I like designer con, man. I think it's a really cool con. I think there's yeah. just so much. I feel like you get a little, you know, New York city comic con. A lot of people go there for action figures, this and that with designer con, you're getting the more obscure toys. Mm -hmm. um and figures and, and artists and i want to go there really just to meet a lot of these artists to be honest with you and just yep. get more inspiration you know just that's that's my biggest goal you yeah know? i'm so two things i'm super stoked because i get to like 
I've already made plans with a couple different artists like, hey, we're going to meet up there. I'm recording an episode like of the stuff that we've seen after uh, Saturday. Um, so I'll definitely going to come see you. Uh, I get to come say hi to all these things. The only bummer part is like, I'm assuming all of us will have to have masks on. And the bummer isn't that we're keeping each other safe. The bummer is that we won't recognize each other with the masks on. <laughs> you'll see the big red beard sticking out. That's what you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but so, no, it's, yeah, that does, that is, that's tough. That's what I was thinking too. I'm like, man, I'm just not going to recognize anybody really. Yeah. Like wear name tags or something. Yeah. So there are people that I will recognize, of course. Like uh, I'll know who Dove is because he he's running his, like a thing. He'll have my toy there. Uh, like I'll know Dollar Slice because he's going to have the whole like astronaut set up those dope ass uh m56 masks i think they're m56 like, yeah rad yeah um and i think uh and so I'll, I'll see and know a bunch of different ones and who they are but there's going to be some i i know it i know inevitably there's going to be some that i'm not going to recognize because we're both going to have masks on and so i'm trying to figure out like how do i wear something maybe a toys on tap shirt this is like talk to me this is who i am come say hi you should, man. Or Toys on Tap mask as well. Uh, see, okay, this is why this is a good interview because you're already like kicking my ass into gear. Right there, man. Like yeah. there you go. One side is Toys on you're Tap. Like, yeah, I'm in. I'm you know, in. that's that's um, how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're going to be at Designer Con, which is coming up super soon. I'm super mm-hmm. stoked about that. Here is my favorite part of the podcast. You get to plug where we find you. Everything coming up. You got Twitter, plug it. You you're sold in some place. You got to shop everything. Plug it all. All right. Yeah, yeah, man. So so I'm mainly on Instagram, Elixir Toys. Um, and I just started, I think a few days ago, um, really getting into it is uh TikTok at Elixir Toys. Yeah. Um, but elixirtoys.com is where my drops will be. But really follow just Elixir Toys on Instagram. I'm always posting what's going on, um, when the drops start, what's coming up next. Um yeah, definitely. That's, you know, I keep it simple and easy. Thank you so much. I can't wait for fun gusting to drop. Thank you for being on Toys on Tap. You're killing it. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. on tap next episode it's great it's amazing you're gonna want to listen to it it's not right now though you're gonna have to wait till the next episode to listen to it oh when's that the next one cool toys on tap the next one's gonna be good too so stay tuned and and, and listen to that awesome